democracies are the tyranny of the majority. That's what we're seeing under Biden. Biden has shown us the tyranny of one party control. And that is what a simple democracy majority is. 51%, you control everything. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. God bless y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in. That was my good friend, Dr. Lee Vliet. And y'all know what's happening. We live in a banana republic and it's gotten so bad that the American people would now rather hear from Vladimir Putin than dear leader Biden. And by the way, what this government has done to the dollar, Vladimir Putin calls a grave mistake. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything looks fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. Debt is hitting a record high. It's really scary when you stop and think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. The money printing is never going to end. And Noble Gold Investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe. And they suggest gold and silver. Now keep in mind, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee, but they do have a sweet deal, a free one quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877-646-5347. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. Sean from SGT Report here. And I'm very happy to have back on the line an American treasure. I love this woman. Dr. Lee Vleet is back. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Todd Callender is off attending to family matters and we wish him only the best. We miss him. We love him. He's a great guy. And today, Dr. Lee Vleet will take the helm. How are you, Doc? I'm great, Sean. And I always love being with you. We, we talk about so many interesting things and I never know where the conversation's going to go. I've got one for you to start with today. I think you're going to love it. Before I play that clip, though, let me just show your website and remind people that you do a weekly show, Faith Over Fear. You also do the Whistleblower Report. People should support you over here at truthforhealth.org. Perhaps we'll talk about some of your upcoming guests. But let me start with this clip. I posted this over on my site, thephaser.com, and I titled it Absolutely Brilliant. How will you tell your kids this? Try writing and delivering anything this good in 60 seconds. I'll wait. Do y'all ever think about what we're going to tell our kids about what being a parent was like when they were kids? Because if you say it out loud, it's like, wow, this shit's actually pretty crazy. Like, listen, kids, the government was out of control. They had literally poisoned everything and they were sending all of our money to other countries. So we were like, oh, my God, we can't pay their bills. And they were like, oh, my God, but these countries over here need their money. So anyway, the food was poisoned, the water was poisoned, so we had to like start buying food from local farmers, and we didn't really eat a lot of fruits and vegetables just because the quality was so bad, because you know, the government poisoned everything. What was even crazier is the medical industry was basically the mafia, and they were like the number one killer of people in America, but we couldn't say anything about it, because like I said, they were like literally the mafia. Okay, so I don't know exactly who that gal is. I'm sure that clip has gone viral, which is why it showed up in my feed. But uh, I'm telling you, if I was a Hollywood agent, 
I would sign that girl because that is spot <laughs> on. What a great delivery to camera looking completely nonchalant as if she's explaining this horror show we're all living through to her children. Because someday we're going to have to explain this time in history to our children. Why did you all let the national debt zoom past 34 trillion, dad? Why did you all give away your life's blood to the bankers? Why did you all not fight back when they open the borders? I just thought you might appreciate that clip, Lee, because today we're going to be talking about Angry Joe's press conference, the open borders, the ballooning debt problem, which is now exponentially in a death spiral. We've got so much to talk about. Where would you like to begin? Well, first of all, I loved I love that. And actually, what is fascinating to me is that in perusing Twitter or X, what I'm seeing is a lot more average people recording these short videos with commentary, very insightful commentary about what they're seeing. There, there was... This one was great. The one you just showed, there was one I saw last night and I just laughed out loud. It was a young woman and she was just saying, oh, hey, I'm a right wing extremist. And she went through these absolutely priceless, accurate comments about all the common sense people and all the common sense things that we're seeing but she was she was going through this litany of, oh, hey, I'm a right-wing extremist because I think blah, blah, blah. I saw that. Yeah, I'm a right-wing extremist because I believe yeah. we could actually have a border that's enforced. I'm a right-wing extremist because I believe <laughs> yes. we shouldn't inject a <clears throat> weapon masquerading as a vaccine. I saw it. I, I loved it. And there, were, there are just, there are more and more of these. And what, what you're also noticing on social media just skyrocketing, which I find encouraging because it, it means that we're beginning to the I sense the energy shifting. I sense people are the common sense awareness is finally breaking through that things are out of control, our government's lying to us, and Prices are going up no matter what they say about there's no inflation. There is. And people are having a rough time. And things are not the rule of law and not the America that everyone has experienced so far that led to such a sense of complacency and unwillingness to accept that our government could really be doing all of these things. So, uh, Sean, I actually find that very encouraging. And I love seeing some of the young black and Hispanic people that are speaking up about what the Democrats have been doing to them to keep them subservient and keep them on the plantation and prevent them from understanding the lies that basically they're using the minorities to stay in power to exploit all of us. So uh, that part, I think, is very encouraging. And one of the things that I, I think is critical to, to be talking about, first of all, is the degree to which Tucker Carlson did such a major journalistic effort and an effort to preserve free speech 
an independent inquiry by doing the uh, doing all the interviews he's been doing lately, especially. But but going to Moscow, being in the Kremlin, and actually interviewing Vladimir Putin, President Putin, because Americans have been lied to about Russia's motives, and Russia's been made to be the um, big bad bogeyman for most of my adult life. Now, some of that was very real, of course. And and I was actually in the Soviet Union during the Cold War era. And I was actually in Red Square and saw the Kremlin and armed guards and all of that. So that was very, very uh, dangerous time. But when the Soviet Union collapsed and Russia really came more into, and we were there in 2012, and the vibrant economy, the vibrant society that we saw then was 180 degrees from what we had seen in the 1970s. I think our bigger threat is China, and it has been for a very long time. And yet most of our government officials seem to be very aligned with China, going back to when Bill Clinton sold our missile technology to China or gave it to China. I'm not sure which actually, but I actually interviewed some people working at Raytheon who did not reveal anything classified to me, of course, but but what their comment was that the Clinton delivery of our missile technology to China cost us our 20 year lead on missile defense technology well, 100%. The Clintons are total traders. They've been traders yeah. since day one. And I always like to say that the Bushes created, Bush Sr. created the Clintons, Bill Clinton, because Bush Sr. was running drugs. The CIA was running drugs through Mena, Arkansas. And mm-hmm. uh, they anointed Bill Clinton, the governor at that point, who went along with the plan. He's dirty, dirty money, dirty Coke, loves the Coke, Bill. And uh, they anointed him to be a president, the next president. Is uh, the Bushes made the Clintons? The CIA made the Clintons. You know what I think is interesting though about that Tucker interview? I love the spin coming from the dead mainstream media, the dying mainstream media. Look at this from the New Republic. Watch Tucker Carlson dumbfounded as Putin mocks his CIA dreams. I did watch the entire interview, and I think it's funny that Putin said at one point, "I guess you wanted to be in the CIA. I'm so glad they didn't take you." That I thought was hilarious. But how about this? <laughs> he's he's a useful idiot. Hillary Clinton scorns Tucker Carlson over Putin interview. How about this one from Slate? Tucker Carlson's Putin interview was even worse than expected. The well, you know, media is terrified of the truth coming out about Ukraine. Absolutely, about the because war. they've they've made Putin and Russia the bogeyman, and the Russia hoax was was a media creation in terms of the spreading of the lies from from our government. But I listened to the entire interview as well last night. And actually, I thought it was incredibly good. I, I thought Putin was very reasoned in what he said. And Tucker made an interesting comment today that Russia actually has more European connections culturally and in their population than than they are connected with Asia. And that's really true because 
when we were in Russia, they, it's a very European to go to Moscow or Leningrad, particularly Leningrad or St. Petersburg. You can tell I, I've, I was there in the Soviet Union. It was Leningrad then. It's, it's St. Petersburg. But that is a very European-feeling city. It's as beautiful as Paris used to be before the migrant invasion or the illegal invasion. And the, the czars prior to the Russian Revolution, Catherine the Great, Peter the Great, and, and Elizabeth, were, were very connected to Europe, and they brought in European craftsmen and artisans and scholars and scientists. So actually, it, it's been sad that since, since the Cold War ended, that there wasn't more of a working relationship between Europe and Russia and the U.S., because our our real serious enemy who is unrelenting in global control is the Communist Party of China. Well, and here's the thing, too. In that interview, Putin said that after the collapse of the old Soviet Union, they wanted he wanted to join NATO. He asked, mm-hmm. he talked to Bill Clinton about it and said, do you think it's possible that Russia could join <clears throat> NATO? And Bill Clinton said, you know, uh, maybe. And then Bill Clinton got back to him and said, no, you know, my people are saying no. It's a hard no. So, you know, this is all being done by design. It's the infighting. It's the divide and conquer model of the new world order. It really is, right? They don't want world peace. They want money for the military industrial complex in endless wars. And that's what 9-11 was. And their control. Sparking endless wars, right, to feed the military industrial complex. And it's destroying our nation, guys. I'm going to play a clip from Invest Answers over on YouTube. He's quite brilliant. I want to play a clip in just one second. But let me ask you, Doc, about the double standard in this country, right? No equal justice under the law, zero. And in fact, Angry Joe's press conference might be something we want to talk about. But I would like to. Biden is a liar who is too senile to face prosecution for his crimes. Now, this is according to special counsel Robert Herr, and I quote, He's a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Okay, so even CNN is now recognizing and admitting the fact, and it's probably because they want to throw him under the bus and put somebody else in to run against Trump. That's the only only reason CNN would do this. But let me play this clip. They even are now admitting what a liar this elderly man with poor memory is. While one thing that President Biden said is basically that he stored the documents in filing cabinets that could be locked. Let's listen. All the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. Daniel? Just just not true, John. Uh, This report from the special counsel includes photos those photos include shots of a box uh, just sitting in President Biden's Delaware garage. The special counsel described it as a badly damaged box sitting amid household detritus. So there was some material that was in cabinets uh, locked. All right. I'll fade that under and uh, come back to you because it's just more double standards proof of our banana republic. You know, Trump can't walk down the street without being charged with jaywalking. And Biden can do whatever he wants, open the borders, commit open trees and take bribes. 
Anything goes when you're angry, Joe. I, I think the people have had quite enough, Doc. Well, I think so, too. Uh, tragically, we the people have very little that we can do about it because the courts have been corrupted. Media is corrupted. Congress is not acting. Congress could have acted a long time ago with the Republican control of the House to cut off funding for many of the of the outrageous and treasonous policies of the Biden administration. And let's face it, Sean, you and I and Todd have talked extensively about the fact Biden is not in control. He he is clearly. I, I've treated many dementia patients over the course of my career. There's no question in my mind whether I've evaluated him personally or not. His cognitive damage is so severe that he would meet the criteria for dementia. He can't walk properly. He's walking like he has Parkinson's disease with that stiffness and rigidity. He doesn't turn properly. He's confused. He falls. All of these observable phenomena are characteristic of brain damage that occurs in dementia and the loss of of, everything from the loss of balance, as well as the, the memory and the speech problems. But the thing that is so alarming is that the powers behind Biden, most of whom are carryovers from the Obama administration, which escalated damage to our country. I mean, we really saw purging of the military during the Obama administration. I was writing and speaking about the biological warfare of human carriers of disease coming across our borders throughout the entire time of the Biden of the the Obama administration with Obama behind Biden now, and the same problems are happening. Diseases are rampant that America had controlled and eradicated through our public health practices and and medications years ago. But drug resistance tuberculosis is skyrocketing. There are many other viral, fungal, and bacterial diseases coming across the border. And not to mention all of the problems with the fentanyl flood. And now that we're seeing Texas implementing some controls, granted not enough and much too late, but some, they're just pushing the flood of illegals and drugs and and diseases through into the, the Arizona sector of the border. Well, so let me ask we're you about that. Here. Yeah, you guys are getting slammed and you have a traitor who I think again just like we have a traitor in the White House who didn't actually get 81 million votes, he was inserted, installed in a coup. You've got a similar situation with Hobbs in Arizona, mm-hmm. but do I have it correct is the situation getting so bad down there in Arizona that even she is calling for some sort of border protection? Well, I I question whether that's accurate. Um, Katie Hobbs has been part of the problem for a long time. So was Janet Napolitano before that. So was John McCain before that. And, and Ducey before that. So Arizona's political elite have been behind a lot of the open border issues in Arizona for years before Biden and, and the Obama team behind Biden have been making this, you notice I said, oh, Biden, yeah. um, I have been just 
thrown the border wide open. I mean, we don't even have interior checkpoints in Arizona anymore. And we have Pima County Sheriff's Department and Pima County vans, Catholic Charities vans, Lutheran Church vans, Episcopal Church vans. We have all kinds of church groups that are getting government money to bring these people in. We have Pima County and Pinal, uh, sorry, um, Santa Cruz County sheriffs openly supporting the flood. I mean, these, these people are dangerous to the citizens of Arizona, and yet nothing is being done. So if, if Katie Hobbs is saying anything at all, it's, it's simply, um, I think it's just her trying to save her own skin because of all the election fraud that's coming to light in Arizona. But they're not really doing anything about it here. Guys, apologies for this real quick break in a word about our sponsor. I'm going to say this one more time. Germs are not the cause of disease, but the symptoms of cellular breakdown and the causative factors today that we're dealing with worldwide is chemical and radiation poisoning. This could be an antidote. That's what I'm going to say. This could be an antidote to chemical and radiation poisoning. That was Dr. Robert Young. And what he's talking about is the groundbreaking holistic supplement, Masterpiece. In scientific studies, this product is proving to remove graphene oxide from both the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. And yes, we're all being transfected. The graphene is now in most all of us. So click on the link below and get Masterpiece today. Five drops twice a day is all you need to change your life dramatically for the better. The link to Masterpiece is below. But they're not really doing anything about it here. Well, and the other thing is one of the first things she did was dismantle the makeshift uh, shipping container border wall that uh, had been at least partially put in place down there to keep illegals from coming through so easily. She dismantled that as soon as she became governor. And she shouldn't have been allowed to become governor because, again, it was a stolen election. But um, let me just share something with the audience. Let me show you guys something about how dire our situation is getting because of the nature of the beast, the spending, the nonstop spending in Washington, D.C. These drunken sailors have captured the pirate ship and they are sailing us directly into the rocks. Thirty four trillion in debt. We're going to hit 40 plus trillion by 2026, if not sooner. And I want to play this word of warning from Invest Answers over on YouTube. This guy does terrific, terrific work. Macro debt time bomb. Did you all realize that there's a 10 cents return per dollar of new debt? And there's one chart that's going to explain to you very well where we're headed. And it's right off a cliff. For those of you who have friends who don't understand what Bitcoin is or think it's a scam like Nassim Taleb, this is all you need to show them. Just this little picture here. Let me walk you through it. This is the third catch, by the way. The chart shows the correlation between the change in U.S. debt and the change in U.S. GDP. And each data point represents a year with the change in debt on the x-axis and the change in GDP on the y-axis. Okay. What's crazy is the government is now, based on this chart, spending $10 to get $1 in product. Or put another way, for every dollar spent, they get 10 cents back. Now, I think it was uh, Peter St. Ange, he talks about this as well. Your grandkids bought it all and then some. 
to see why in the past 12 months the federal debt increased 1.5 trillion and only created like half a billion in product in other words everything else shrank and it's even worse for q4 and even the 200 billion that was increased in debt just in the last week and remember the gdp isn't measuring wealth it's measuring spending let me jump ahead i want to show you guys one other thing the earth the entire globe is swimming in debt it is a world of debt but there's a lot more some more sad news coming so the world planet earth is in a world of debt public debt around the world has been on the rise over the last decades particularly the last two decades and we've had cascading crises in recent years we had the global financial crisis we had c19 and as a result global public debt has increased fourfold since the year 2000, very much outpacing global GDP. So it's not just in the US, it's all over the world. Uh, global GDP went up about two and a half times, I think, whereas global debt went up four times. All right, you guys get the idea. And the reason I wanted to play that clip is because in that interview between Tucker and Putin, Putin said something very very important. And it was spot on. I'll probably play the clip many times in the future and I don't have it queued up today. So I'm going off memory. But he talked about how absolutely irresponsible it is for the U.S. government to use the dollar as a weapon against other nation states. He said that is the canary in the coal mine that wakes up the rest of the world to the dollar empire beginning to fail. As soon as the powers that ought not be in the United States began to, and they've done this for years and years and years, it's just finally catching up. They use the dollar as a weapon, sanctions, swift system, play ball with us, you get to use it. Don't play ball with us, we'll shut you down. And the world is fed up with all of it, Doc. And the reason I share that your set clock is because it's my problem, it's your problem, and it is the listener's problem. And most people don't pay any attention to it. Most people don't own any physical silver, physical gold, or Bitcoin, all of which are life vests for this storm, which is now at our doorstep. Well, it absolutely is. And you're seeing it everywhere. Every single commodity that people have to buy to live every day has skyrocketed under exponentially under the Biden administration. But Sean, what people don't understand or realize is that this is by design. This is designed to collapse the Western economies 100%. and the U.S. dollar specifically because it's part of their plan to usher in the requirement for all of us to only have access to central bank digital currency tied to controls on how we spend it and whether or not our money will be our own because of whether or not we get the experimental and mandatory vaccinations. No, I think you're 100% right. And I think that the way the debt is going exponentially higher Mm-hmm. The interest payments alone now exceed a trillion dollars a year. They're on track to hit $2 trillion a year in coming years based on what I was listening to from Invest Answers. And he's 100% right. And I found the clip from Putin. And I think it's absolutely 100% spot on. This should be leading the news across America. But of course it won't. It's being ignored. And Robert Breedlove asks, what is money? Well, here's Putin's thought on what the United States 
has used the dollar for, I should say abused the dollar for. To use the yes. dollar as a tool of foreign policy struggle is one of the biggest strategic mistakes made by the U.S. political leadership. The dollar is the cornerstone of the United States' power, but they won't stop printing. What does the debt of $33 trillion tell us about? As soon as the political leadership decided to use the U.S. dollar as a tool of political struggle, a blow was dealt to this American power. I would not like to use any strong language, but it is a stupid thing to do and a grave mistake. Look at what is going on in the world. Even the United States allies are now downsizing their dollar reserves. Seeing this, everyone starts looking for ways to protect themselves. But the fact that the United States applies restrictive measures to certain countries, such as placing restrictions on transactions, freezing assets, etc., causes grave concern and sends a signal to the whole world. Do you even realize what is going on or not? Does anyone in the United States realize this? What are you doing? You are cutting yourself off. All experts say this. Ask any intelligent and thinking person in the United States what the dollar means for the U.S. You're killing it with your own hands. He's absolutely right. 100% right. It, this and is self-immolation. The government is destroying us with this money spending, this money printing. They're but this is by us. design. It is. It's all part of the Great Reset. It, it is part of the coup for a Marxist communist takeover of America as a formally free country, a formally constitutional republic. I am so tired of hearing everyone call us a democracy. We are not a democracy. We never have been. We've been a constitutional republic with checks and balances that democracies don't have. Democracies are the, the tyranny of the majority. That's what we're seeing under Biden. Biden has shown us the tyranny of one party control. And that is what a simple democracy majority is. 51%, you control everything. And that is not what America has been. And we've already lost the constitutional republic. We don't have the checks and balances of the watchdog press. They are puppy dog press, not watchdog or lapdog. We've lost the checks and balances of the independent judiciary look at how many corrupt judges have refused to rule on the on the points of law throughout the covid pandemic they are abdicating to the executive branch their judicial independent authority the congress has has abdicated its responsibility they're not even exercising the power of the purse to rein in what what this out-of-control, rogue current government is doing. So we no longer have the components of the checks and balances our founders gave us in a constitutional republic. That's right. And think of how dire our situation is when tens of thousands of young military-aged men are storming through a fully open border as they destroy our dollar. This is the worst case scenario, guys. This is it. We are living through it. This is World War III. It just hasn't been officially announced and people aren't recognizing it yet. And I want to share one more clip. Let's talk about this. I really want to hear what you have to say about this because, again, I'm going to stitch it together. According to Max Kaiser, who's a huge Bitcoin guy, and he's living in El Salvador now, which has made Bitcoin mm. legal 
Kaiser, according to Max Kaiser, because Tucker's a smart guy and he knew he was going to take heat from people like Bill Crystal, that Zionist neocon who literally said, because Tucker went over there to interview Putin, Bill Crystal said, perhaps he shouldn't be let back into this country ever again. And he was referring to Tucker Carlson. So Tucker, according to Max Kaiser, put his assets into Bitcoin before he went over there. Unconfiscatable Bitcoin. I just think it's interesting. Good for him. Yeah, but let me play this clip because Bukele, the president of El Salvador, who's turned the country around, is beloved. He's being called a philosopher king, and he just won re-election in an absolute landslide. I want to play 90 seconds of his speech, to which I wrote, it's absolutely amazing what a real president who puts his own country and his own people first can do. Listen to this. We have gone from being literally, and this is no exaggeration, it's not hyperbole, we have gone from being literally the most dangerous country in the world to being the safest country in the entire Western Hemisphere. He put all the MS-13 gang members in specially specially built prisons. The safest country in the American continent is now El Salvador. And what did they tell us? You're violating human rights. Whose human rights? The rights of the honest people? No. Perhaps we have prioritized the rights of the honest people over the criminals' rights. That is all we've done. And that's what you say is a human rights violation, United States? I ask these organizations, I ask these governments, of the foreign nations, I ask these journalists, why do you want them to kill us? Why do you want to see Salvadorian blood spilled? Why aren't you happy to see that blood doesn't run in our country as it did before? Why should we die? Why should our children die so that you can be happy? that we are respecting your false democracy, which you don't even respect in your own country. He's so right. I had to play that for you folks because, you know, it's the same thing we're hearing from Putin. Putin recognizes that nut cases, insane people run the show in this country. We have insane people running our government and their blood. You know, their blood I would make it. I would say more strongly, we have evil people running our country. Insanity to me medically implies an illness you don't control. And quite frankly, I don't think they're insane, Sean. I think they are malevolent, diabolical, evil. I think they are malignant narcissists who are determined to destroy lives of everyone around them in order to maintain their power, their control, and their stolen wealth. So that is evil. To take the spirit of life of another is evil. And the three people that stand out right now as calling it out are Putin, the president of El Salvador, and the new president of Argentina, and there and the Hungarian prime minister, as I recall. I think I'm correct on that. There are there are two or three leaders from the former Soviet bloc Eastern European countries that were under brutal control of the Soviets. We were in some of those countries 
during the 70s as well. And they were brutally controlled and suppressed. They escaped that. And some of their leaders recognize exactly what's happening and are speaking out. And I think that I think that's what we're facing. It is truly the gates of hell have been unleashed on the world with those in power at the WHO, the WEF, throughout some of the countries of Europe, the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, some of those leaders, all of them are people truly, people of the lie, people who are evil and who are willing to destroy plant, animal, environmental life, and human life for their absolutely um, satanic satanic drives for power, their lust for power. Yeah, and I just did a show about this. It was about cowards and compromisers. And I did the show with Mm. Nick Reynolds. He calls them agents of evil. And then we talk about cowards and compromisers. And I want to show one of the cowards and compromisers right now, because as I said, World War III is now occurring. Our country is being brought down from within on purpose, and it is being covered up by cowards and compromisers like Jimmy Kimmel. Let me show you this. Scum like this guy continue to gaslight the American people and his audience, just like CNN and MSNBC do, just like the Washington Post does. And I won't read what Max said here. You all can read it for yourself. It's kind of amusing to me because I do think this guy is a cuck, C-U-C-K. That's what I think Jimmy Kimmel is. He's a cuck to Disney and his global masters. And here's what he's got to say about Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin. Tucker Carlson still doesn't have a job. He's in Moscow House hunting, I hope. But no, actually, Tucker is there to interview Vladimir Putin, which is so overtly ridiculous. He put out a preemptive video to nervously explain why he's doing this. <laughs> Vladimir Putin, he's a, he's a murderer. He's a war criminal. He hates America. He hates everything America stands for. He's a liar and a propagandist. But Tuck thinks we just need to hear him out. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict. Vladimir Putin. I love involved in this conflict. This guy is so incredibly scummy. Jimmy Kimmel has turned into such a wretched scumbag and a traitor to our nation and a traitor to truth that I can't overstate it enough. He used to be good friends, probably still is with Adam Carolla. And ever since he got this gig in his 10, 20 million a year, whatever they pay him, he has become a cuck for the globalists a cuck for the traitors and the people who are destroying our nation from within. And I can't say it loudly enough. What a scumbag, Lee. Well, you're absolutely right. But let's let's take us. Let's let's look at at Washington, D.C. Look at Langford from Oklahoma, who is basically opening the border of this country under the guise of being a Republican. Look at Cornwin. Um, from Texas who voted to support this border invasion bill. Essentially, if you look at that new border bill that is in the Senate, it looks like it was written by the drug cartels. Yeah, or Israel. Well, Assad or the CIA. I mean, it's certainly exactly to protect we the people or our nation in any way, shape or form. And so the entertainers, and I mean, to me, they 
and they've been useless for most of my adult life. But when we look at the more ominous effects of the people who were elected to protect this country, who are in Washington supposed to be looking out for the interests of their constituents and our country, who have sold out, who are even bigger threats than Jimmy Kimmel. It's, it's staggering to see the damage that our own elected leaders are doing. Yeah, again, we're being brought down from within. See, here's what's interesting. When you really understand geopolitics and international bankers and central banking and Rothschild, all of it, when you understand the big picture, the military industrial complex, it's really easy to recognize the fact that it is not Vladimir Putin who is destroying our country. That job's being done perfectly well by the people running our country, Lee. So they can blame well, Putin you're, all they want. You're Jimmy right. Kimmel can blame Putin all he wants and project all that projection about Putin being a liar and a murderer, liar and a killer. <laughs> the same can be said about our own stinking government. Well, and our own stinking government, as speaking as a physician who has fought tooth and nail on many fronts for many years, trying to stop the our own government, our NIH, from their war on effective treatments, most noticeably under COVID. I, th- I think the American people have not realized the degree to which our own government is undermining us on many fronts. Many of the policies put into place in the 70s were altering our food supply in ways that were very detrimental to people's health. The escalation of the childhood vaccines <coughs> in the 80s and beyond have damaged children's health. <coughs> Speaking of that, my coughing is a reflection of the chemtrail spraying in southern Arizona that has been putting chemicals in the sky. We don't know well that they are, but it has caused this hacking cough for people all over this area. And I, I think what we are working to do, you're working on SGT report, our work with truth for health foundation, Todd's work with Vax choice and cloud hub, many others. We're working to help people understand that we're going to have to be more resilient, more proactive at protecting our health, protecting our finances, protecting our security. And some of the programs that we've been doing, Sean, on Truth for Health Foundation, Faith Over Fear, and and the Whistleblower Reports, are designed to empower people with action steps they can take to create a healthier environment and safer environment for themselves and their families. And I encourage your listeners to sign up for our email alerts, get on our newsletter so that you know the programs that are coming. We're doing a a program coming up on February 20th with a gentleman who actually is a colleague of Dr. Pete Chambers and working the border in Texas. But but he is actually a 29-year experienced canine trainer for police forces. 
and he is doing a program for us talking about the reality of what's coming across the border and the dire threats we face there and what families need to do to be considering getting a properly trained guard dog and how you go about doing that and what's involved and the importance of it. And these are just very practical steps. We've done programs on homesteading. We've done programs on protecting yourself against 5G. We have our vaccine injury support program. And all of this is designed to put tools in the hands of people because my own medical profession is not doing its job. They are lying about the vaccine injury. They are still pushing these dangerous, deadly experimental COVID shots and more and more shots of all kinds that are making people sicker. They're pushing medicines that are making people sicker. And so I've just committed that we're going to do everything we can to teach people the tools, the skills, and the action steps they can take to better protect themselves in their health, their, their psyche, and their environment, and the security of their homes. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I think is 100% true, uh, the benefit, if there was any benefit at all to the COVID-19 lie, the boogeyman virus and the lockdowns, it's that it did help separate the wheat from the chaff. And now yep. I can point to good doctors I can recommend, be they you or people at the wellness company like James Thorpe or, you know, the wheat and the chaff have been separated. And that's in large part thanks to criminals like Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, because they really woke up those of us who can think. And I can't more highly recommend your Faith Over Fear series over at truthforhealth.org. You post those typically every Tuesday, don't you? We They are live every Tuesday and we have live Q&A for all of the participants. Then we post them right after that and all of the archived programs are there. We don't always post the Q&A as part of the archive because I don't want to violate people's privacy. A lot of times people are asking more personal questions. So if you want to be part of the live Q&A, you come on Tuesday night. If you want to listen to the video of the formal program, that's on the website. Perfect. All right. I will link it below. And I want to thank you today for uh, taking the helm. We'll miss Todd today, but he'll be back in two weeks and we'll do another three-way roundtable with Dr. Lee Vliet and attorney Todd Callender. And until then, God bless you and take care. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. And God bless all of you and your listeners out there. Stand strong to save America. Yeah. Amen. Stand together, stand strong, stand up. And uh, let's we got to take this thing back, guys, or they're just going to crush us. All right. I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out for free for the real news, the antidote to corporate propaganda at sgtreport.com. May God bestow many blessings on you and your beautiful families in 2024. Keep praying. Pray for divine intervention, guys. We haven't lost this thing yet. God bless. A corporate name to be wary of, oh, like the organization that bears that name, is the New Age publisher of books supporting the New Age movement and world government, known as the Lucius Trust or the Lucifer Trust, that have put forth so many of these doctrines that have been the carriers of these these dark lineages and are seeking to infect the world with these occult concepts and ideologies that literally we see now bearing forth its fruit. We see these people that are literally carrying on these agendas of these theosophists like 
Alice Bailey and, and Helena Blavatsky, who are carrying on this seed line now, and it's germinating across the nations, and it's leading so many people into that pit of destruction and despair.